1: the strong, and the deadly can survive. This place is no place for civilized man. took it in the guts, Barry. <laughs>
2: Got to do now
0: is the Australian culture test. Three simple questions, three correct answers, get all and you get? go through that doorway to the greatest little country in the world. <laughs> Good morning, everybody. This is Annie for Showreel, our look at the Australian film industry. And today we've got a really fascinating thing to talk about. We've got a thing called the Morden Family Virtual Reality Commission. And in the studio, we've got the senior curator from ACME, the Australian uh, Centre for Moving Image, Fiona Trigg, who's going to tell us, explain to us what this Morden fa- family VR commission uh, thing, because the applications need to be in if you want to be involved in what is a really fascinating new approach to art and moving image. G'day, Fiona, how are you? I'm Oh, that would be good if you actually (laughs) say (laughs) hello. I'm very well, thanks, Annie. (laughs) (laughs) Now, um, it's interesting on one level, the uh, Morden Family VR Commission, is that whole idea is like uh, uh, resurrecting, or maybe it's never been uh, gone, the concept of uh, uh, patrons of the arts.
2: Yes, uh, Simon Morden and his wife Katrina are really established and very generous philanthropists to the arts, Uh, They've given a lot of uh, support uh, to the MCA in Sydney Um, and um, also in Melbourne. This is the second of three years that the commission will be running. Um, So it's a really fantastic commission that is also being contributed to by um, the City of Melbourne and ACME. So altogether it makes a fund of $80,000 which is a really fantastic opportunity for an artist who's looking to expand their practice into virtual reality.
0: Now, can you explain that? Because, I mean, there may be a lot of people out there who are practising artists. We're talking about uh, uh, mid-career artists, aren't we?
2: Yes. The um, Commission is really an opportunity for an artist who has an established practice, um, sort of in the art gallery world, Um, rather than a student or someone who's just beginning that journey. So we're looking for someone who's already making work and has some really great ideas and is looking to expand their practice by experimenting with virtual reality or augmented reality.
0: Now, this is the second year, so we should uh, explain to people uh, by looking at that First Recipients Project. Can you talk to us about that?
2: Yeah, the first recipient was uh, Christian Thompson, Australian Indigenous artist who had never worked in VR before and had done some filmmaking but is primarily known as a photographer and a performance artist. And he's made some video work but fairly straightforward kind of capturing of performances. So he's by no means a kind of highly technical artist. And so the modern Commission was uh, specifically for people like him who have a really wonderful idea and who are curious at expanding their practice and taking on a new technology like or a relatively new technology like virtual reality and working with people who have a little bit more technical experience and, and finding what their art practice can bring to, to this opportunity to work in. Um, this kind of technology that enables people to be really surrounded and immersed in a work.
0: Can you explain what's happened with his project?
2: Um, he's in the process of making it. So,
0: so I, cause it's, you get funding over three years, don't you?
2: Uh, n- no, we, there, there are three years of the program. So there'll be three individual funding decisions made. So Christian got the first one. The call for applications is for the second one and there'll be a third one next year. Um, Christian should have the work finished later this year um, and the timing has changed just a little bit this year. So we're announcing the um, fund now and we hope to have the work completed by December of this year.
0: And when his uh, project is finished, yeah. uh, from the release that I've got here, it says that you will be able to walk within the environments of his his home country
2: Yes, um, he's making a work in Queensland. Um, it's based in a kind of riverbed that's important to him and um, it's called Singing Desert and um, it also has a title in his Bidjeri language called Bay Gardia, which I'm probably mispronouncing. Um, but the language is important because it involves uh, the voice of Christian singing in that language. But the virtual reality piece will be filmed capturing the kind of beauty of the place, the sounds of the place... So when you witness the work and you put on the headset, you'll be able to kind of walk with him through this landscape and hear his voice sing and explore the landscape yourself in a very kind of intimate and personal way.
0: Oh, well, that actually uh, preempts the question, Uh, how do you actually get uh, VR to be uh, in um, a... uh, for people to actually... It's not an exhibition, is it? It's a personal journey.
2: That's true. It can only be experienced really by one person at a time. And um, there are a couple of kinds of technology. So the Commission is open to augmented reality as well. So VR is when you try to create, um, usually through the use of a headset, like an Oculus Rift or a Samsung Gear or a Google kind of application. There are a number of different kinds of headsets. So you put on the headset and it completely encompasses the digital world for the viewer so it kind of blocks out the so-called real world and the work is experienced um, in replace of that whereas augmented reality is when you kind of mix the digital technology with the real world so that's through looking through an iPad or through an eyepiece where you kind of layer digital imagery on top of the natural vision field So we're open to all kinds of um, applications of artists who are interested in exploring either of these technologies or combinations of them or perhaps even new ways of looking at it that we haven't thought of yet. Um, It's really an opportunity for an artist to bring their kind of critical perception to this technology and challenge it or exploit it in new ways that, that we're not even aware of yet so it's a very kind of open-ended application and when we're not being prescriptive about it we don't really have expectations of what the projects that will come across the desk will be and we're just really excited for people to be adventurous and do some research into the potential of the field and bring some exciting ideas to the table.
0: You're on Showreel on 3CR with Annie and we're talking to the senior curator from ACME, Fiona Trigg, and we're talking about the Morden Family VR Commission. Applications uh, need to be in for this. Uh, On the 12th of March?
2: Uh, It's the 11th of March is a Sunday. That's a cut-off date.
0: Yes, right. Okay. And we're talking about $80,000 for creating this project. And uh, it seems to me that uh, you know we've talked about the fact that it's uh, 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 people who are artists who are in the middle of their uh, journey of uh, art creation. Uh, And they may not be technical. Uh, in That's that true. sense, but art, of course, is always technical. It's not just inspiration, it's also practical application.
2: That's true. Um, and the generous nature of the commission offers artists the opportunity to then find technical partners to work with. So we're not expecting an artist who has no experience of VR to m- master that technology overnight, but the commission is an opportunity for them to bring their ideas and. Um, their notions of what's potential and what's interesting to explore in that te- in this technology and then use the funding to also bring on board some people who may have more technical experience who can kind of help them realize their uh, their vision for the work
0: it 's interesting because we were talking before about another exhibition that 's just finished at acme, which is uh, um, Adman. admin sorry <laughs> I just wanted to put that v in there admin 's um, animation, and I was saying to you, Fiona that uh, Animation is a very curious fish because it's about, it almost bends your brain. You have to think in a particular way. And VR is a little bit like that because we're at the beginning of, oh, well, actually not the beginning. There's been a, a long sort of uh, human uh, interest in uh, experiencing the world in a 3D form.
2: Yes, I mean, the whole history of moving image and cinema and TV and games is the history of the kind of dance between creativity and storytelling and changing technology. And so there's a whole history of technology that's tried to be very immersive. We've gone from small screens to really large screens, from a whole range of 3D kind of um, operations and technologies um, and very early attempts at VR from the 1960s. Um, it's only in the last few years that VR and AR have become more accessible to the general public, like the technology and the the way you shoot with VR is now something that a lot of people can do, whereas maybe 10 years ago it was a very specialised, kind of expensive um, question. Um so we're just really interested in how artists can bring their particular sensibility to this kind of <clears throat> excuse me evolving technology and and really make something new and exciting with it
0: now i'm surprised i didn't know that uh uh acme actually has some studio space that you also give over to the person who uh, is yes. going to be the winner of this.
2: And we have a place called Acme X, which is in the art centre, which is where a lot of the Acme staff offices are, because there's not quite enough room for us at Fed Square, and that's a large um, office space that's shared with a lot of uh, smaller groups or individuals who are working in in related fields. Um, it's a really great co-working space, and part of the commission gives the artist a desk at Acme X for the period of the commission. Um, And also working in that space are a number of VR companies and people working in that area. So it's a great kind of place to meet and share ideas. And, and, um, you know, if the artist wants to work there, that's part of the commission. They don't have to, but if that suits their interests, um, it's a really great part of the commission offer.
0: Yeah. We'll be back in two shakes of a lamb's tail. Tune in to On Screen and find out more about what's on the big and the small screen each Saturday, 11am till 12 noon on 3CR. It's a program on film, on filmmakers and on film festivals. It's called On Screen, Mm, but it's on the radio, 3CR.
1: G'day, I'm Warwick Thornton, and uh, you're listening to 3CR. i am basically got a new film out called Sweet Country. Come and watch it.
0: Yeah, and actually, Warwick Thornton's got another film that you might want to go and see at ACME. We'll say this quickly uh, We Don't Need a Map, which is a QA event. It's going to be at ACME Saturday, the 3rd of February at 4 pm. That's this Saturday, three, the 3rd of February at 4 p.m. And it's really interesting because it's a film, a documentary essay, poetic essay film about the significance of the Southern Cross. And if you have any politics, any uh, bone of politics in your body, you'll realize that. Uh, The Eureka flag is in turmoil with the fascists who think that they own it. But actually, this is an Aboriginal perspective. Uh, Warwick's uh, uh, gone into, uh, tries to get across to people that this heavenly body is uh, a deeply spiritual uh, uh, and uh, has a very practical um, element for Aboriginal people. So... uh, go down to ACME on 3rd of February at 4pm. But you're going to tell me, aren't you, Fiona, that actually they should, if they're interested in the uh, Morden Family VR Commission, go there on Monday.
2: (laughs) Yes. Um, On Monday evening at 5.30pm in ACME Studio One, we're holding an information session about the Morden Commission. So I'll be there and a couple of people who are on the selection panel will be there. And we'll talk a little bit more in more detail about what the aims of the commission are and it's really a chance for people to come and ask questions and discuss their projects or just to get a clearer sense of whether they're... um, the way they're thinking about it is is suitable, and you know how to kind of tailor their application. So it's really just an information sharing session. So we'd love you to come along um, on Monday at 5:30. All the details are on the website, and also just on we don't need a map. The fantastic Roke Thornton um, documentary. We do have a display in Screen Worlds, which is the free exhibition at Acme that's based around elements from that film. It's got some really great clips. And some of the fantastic little bush toys um, are used in the film. It's really funny. I know. He's Um, such an amusing fellow. Oh, yeah. It's a really great documentary. It's so vibrant and provocative and really thought-provoking. And also in Screen Worlds, there's a VR lounge. So there's a few VR headsets there with uh, a work at the moment called The Turning Forest, which is a beautiful locally made work. So if you're interested in VR to come and experience it, if it's something you're not that familiar with please feel free to come along to Screen Worlds and see we don't need a map and have a have a go at the VR work that's there. Uh,
0: what's uh, who's the panel uh, who are the people who are going to be uh, looking yeah. at the various uh, applications?
2: Um, well Simon Morton will be chairing the panel and uh, Katrina Sedgwick the CEO of ACME then we have Seb Chan, who's the Chief Experience Officer at ACME, and he's very um, involved in uh, the world of innovative new technologies and audience ex- experiences of those technologies. Um, there'll also be Natalie Kane, who's from the VA in London, and she's a Chief Digital Curator there. So we're really excited to have Natalie on the panel because she's very experienced as a festival producer and someone who's worked with a whole range of. Um, new and innovative artworks and technologies Um, and also Rebecca Coates from the Shepparton Art Gallery will be on the panel so it's a really mix of people with an art background and a oh and Mark Pesquet from Sydney I should have mentioned him he's a fantastic futurologist who knows a lot about VR and brings a really insightful kind of depth of knowledge to to the panel so there's people with really specific VR and technology and people with very extensive kind of curatorial and art knowledge so between the kind of six or so people on the panel, um, we think all applications get a really fair hearing I, I wasn't involved with the commission last year, but I understand you know there's a whole range of applications <laughs> and some are from people who bring a, a quite an ambitious technological level of understanding to the process and others who come with a kind of more naive technical um, understanding but a really kind of rich set of ideas. And um, we know we're open to all all kind of applications and they'll all just be judged on the strength of their kind of – strength and the clarity of the way the ideas are expressed.
0: Do you you think that there is a um – cultural uh, leaning uh, within this uh, in the cho- in the cho- choices that are made uh, you know as in a contemporary uh, element to, to uh, well I suppose what uh, relevance I'm suppose the word is contemporary relevance is that something that uh, you're looking at
2: it's I really don 't want to be prescriptive from from my experience of working on similar panels, you really don 't know what 's going to turn up in the application yeah, right. pile, okay. and the ones that sort of rise to the top to be kind of in the final sort of short list are really just ideas that are somehow fascinating and that just attract the attention and the and excite the panel yes. because they're they're a strong original idea they 're not cliched they're really clearly expressed. Um, and so they just kind of demand that level of attention and engagement. Um, so in a sense, the the winning commissions usually just kind of select themselves, <laughs> because they're the ones that everyone keeps returning to and going, oh, yeah, I really want to see this work. I really I want, want to know this. what it's going yeah, to be. I want to know what, what it's going to be. I want to know more about this work, and I can't stop thinking about it. And, you know, so um, it, it really I mean the commission as we say it is open to kind of mid-career artists so there are some kind of boundaries around who's eligible but really within that we're, we're open to a whole range of ideas and we just want to be excited and um, fascinated by the ideas that are put forward to
0: the now, now the Mordens didn't wake up one morning and say oh I wish to put money behind this particular artistic pursuit how did it c- come about? And it's the Melbourne City Council too, they're involving themselves.
2: Yeah, it's a kind of a a collaborative project between the Mordants and ACME, with significant input from the City of Melbourne. So it's a really great kind of collection of organisations and individuals who are just keen to promote opportunities for contemporary artists to make work. You know, it's really about Simon and his partner and the City of Melbourne just really wanting to see great work. Come into being in Melbourne and
0: being um, cutting edge. Yeah, yeah. Right. So, okay. That. Yeah. So they were looking for something to do, and this was something that was completely relevant.
2: Yeah, and it's really supporting individual arts, art practitioners to to make new and adventurous work. Yeah, that's yeah, that's, that's the that's, heart of it. Yeah.
0: yeah, that's the heart of it. Um, the 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 other thing is that uh, uh, artists. Are quite often, um, uh, isolate, I- isolated people in a sense because mm-hmm. they're dealing with uh, ideas, mm-hmm. that uh, are grappling with ideas. Mm-hmm. Uh, are uh, uh, how are they supposed to? Uh, what kind of uh, applications? It's a written application.
2: That's that's correct. All the details are on the website and there's a form that you fill out with some basic kind of information and then we ask for um, just a kind of one-page description of the project um, and a one-page kind of production schedule, which obviously is just setting out how you think the project will unfold. We know that at this point you may not have all of the details and a one-page kind of budget, which just lets us know that you understand what are reasonable costs? I mean, if you know, we, if people have really ambitious ideas that are not going to be able to be achieved for eighty thousand dollars, it's we can't give them. Well, you can't help them. We can't help them. So it's just, <laughs> you know, the budget. We understand when you're putting in an application, you you haven't really conceived the work in all its details yet, but we sort of just need to know that the people applying have some sense of of what costs what and you know yes, that, yes it's that, some you know.
0: some sort of uh, realistic no- yeah, framework they're working
2: yeah. in a realistic kind of framework but acme is very involved in the commission process um and we are very willing to work with artists to help them through those processes. So if the idea is strong and we think the project is really viable, um, ACME will work with the artists if they require that support to help them find technical partners and to help them work through the production and the budget issues.
0: And this is what ACME is for, isn't it? You're not just an exhibition space
2: no we're really trying to be part of the um arts community and really support artists um in the in the process of making um fantastic moving image works and and trying out new things so it's a kind of a speculative commission you know we really don't know what's going to come out of this application process and we're hoping for something exciting
0: <laughs> now i was telling you earlier that uh, uh years and years and years ago in a past life i actually worked at the state film center which is a precursor to the uh, to acme and uh, we, I'd go downstairs and there'd be all these canisters of sixteen millimetre films that mm-hmm. people had made. Now it just occurs to me that now, when you've got VR um, product, uh, it's going to revolutionise the uh, concept of uh, exhibition, which uh, Acme has become very, very clever at. You've got very good exhibitions Mm. that bring people in. uh, And you've had some uh, fabulous exhibitions that uh, relate to particular directors and their craft. The uh, Scorsese exhibition was just out of this world. It was just fantastic. Mm. Um, For example, uh, what's it going to look like uh, a VR exhibition? (laughs)
2: Well, that's a really interesting question and something that we're kind of grappling with and a lot of arts organisations around the world are grappling with, as increasingly artists work in VR. I know that Laurie Anderson has just made a really beautiful VR work. Oh, she's and, fantastic. Yeah. And um, and
0: tells you that it's had a long history.
2: Yes, exactly. And there is new kinds of VR that are very spatially based, so you yeah. actually wear a little backpack that has a computer that helps you kind of orient yourself through a space that is actually happening in the headset but you're physically walking through it at the same time. Yeah. So there's a whole range of options for exhibition of VR. But like any moving image technology, it kind of bounces back between the domestic and the industrial. So VR um, is being used in games, it's being used in um, storytelling, it's being used in news and documentary um, there's a whole range of applications and so just depending on the nature of the work, we will we work to find the suitable um, exhibition space. So t- sometimes it's just making the headset available in a quiet place so people can sit and experience the work. Um, we showed a Lynette Woolworth VR work called Collisions a couple of years ago, yeah. in which case we set up a gallery space for that. Um, and about 12 people would watch the work and they would all go in and watch it at exactly the same time and Lynette was very keen for the work to be experienced in that way so it had a kind of ritual or theatrical element to the whole um, endeavour so you would go in and be kind of inducted and given a little bit of an introduction and then watch the work with everyone and then you'd all finish at the same time and so you could talk about it afterwards. Um, So uh, we just did another VR commission called Prehistoric VR in the last school holidays, which was really for a younger audience, which was made by Earth Physical and Visual Theatre Company. And that featured a kind of dark environment with a whole lot of um, puppets of beautiful prehistoric sea creatures. Mm. Um, And that had a particular kind of theatrical setup because it was aimed at a younger audience. So there's lots of different ways that VR can work in an exhibition environment, and we're really open to explore those in terms of this commission and other VR work that we show at Acme.
0: Well, it's been a fascinating chat. Do you want to go through the details?
2: Um, yes. Um, please go to our website for the application details and the form. Um, an information um, event on Monday night at 5.30pm. You can um, email me at commissions at au or give me a call. My phone number is on the application form. I'm really happy to talk to anyone if they've got questions about the commission. Um, and applications close on Sunday, the 11th of March.
0: Oh, I think it's fantastic. Thank you very much for coming in. And I'll repeat that if you want to go and see We Don't Need a Map, go to ACME uh, Saturday, 3rd of February. That's this Saturday at 4pm. That's uh, go, There's going to be a and a So uh, Warwick Thornton and Brendan Fletcher, who is the uh, uh, producer, will yes, be and there. and I
2: think it's... Um being very popular, so you might want to check that there's tickets available. Oh, cool. (laughs) Okay.
0: That's right. See, Acme is doing its job. (laughs) (laughs) And we'll go out with Precious Things, the rest of Mia Dyson. Coming up next is published or not. Uh, And that's it. Adios, amigos.